I had to begin to focus on what was the solution. That this was not the only place that I'll be able to sell those products. And as I began to challenge myself and got some help and support and some other input, I eventually did. It took longer, but it was challenging. But I did it. Repeat after me, please. No matter how bad it is, or how bad it gets, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. Shake somebody's hand on your right and left and say, you got that right. Repeat after me, please. It's possible. I can have my dream. I can get what I want. I must be creative and never give up. Now, let me share something else with you, ladies and gentlemen. When you know within yourself that there's something you want to do, and I believe that all of us were born with a purpose, that all of us have something that we are supposed to do, that all of us have some goodness within us, and that goodness gives us a responsibility to manifest our greatness. And when you know that, you can feel it in your guts, and you know that you're deliberately operating below your potential, you've gotten comfortable, you stop expanding, you stop stretching, you stop challenging yourself. Let me share something else with you. Not only is it possible for you to have your dream, but it's it's necessary, it's necessary that you have it, that you work on it, that you develop yourself, that you go for what is yours in the universe. I have a friend that at the beginning of the year, I was in Los Angeles giving a speech and, and I do a seminar teaching people how to become involved in the speaking business and, and also one called Speaking with Power, teaching people how to begin to develop their communication skills. And this friend, I said, I want you to work with me. I called her up. She said, Les, are you sure I can do it? Sure you can. You have a PhD in communications. I don't have that. If I can do it, sure you can do it. In fact, I'm going to give you the support that you need. Here's what I realized, ladies and gentlemen. We only have enough energy to take us to a certain level, but it's necessary that we assemble ourselves with other people who share our vision, other people that can see it for us to give ourselves a home court advantage. So it's necessary that you seek out other people who think like you, who are growing, who've decided that they are not satisfied with where they are. See, I don't believe that the necessity, that necessity is the mother invention of invention. No, necessity, in my opinion, is not the mother of invention. Refusing to accept things the way that they are is the mother of invention. When you decide I'm not going to settle for this, this is not going to be it for my life. I deserve more than this. See, that will stop making you do some stuff. See, a lot of people go to work every day miserable and all they do is just talk about how miserable they are, but they don't do anything about it. So I was telling her that I knew she hated a job with a passion. I said, you can do this. You got more going for you than I have going for me. And we've been going through this for years, ladies and gentlemen. She'd been to my seminar speaking for a living. She brought her husband and that was one of the major problems that I realized that happened in her life. He couldn't see it for her. So you gotta make sure that you have people in your life that can see it for you, that will encourage you. Non-affirming relationships can hurt you. And I talked to him. I said, you know, I don't have anything to do with, with your marriage. I said, you and I are good friends, and she and I are good friends. And, and I'm not taking sides. I said, but if you can't see it for her, don't tell her that. Just give her some support. What if you're wrong? It's possible, man, that, that if, if I'm doing it, she can do it. Well, you're different. How are you going to tell me that? You've seen her speak. She's got great speaking skills. Don't underestimate her. You don't know. You've got a great woman here. But you see, people who can't see it for themselves can't see it for you. He was happy. 
So I said, will you do it with me? I said, I'm going to give you the support you need. You can't do it by yourself. I will stand with you. She said, you will? I said, yes. I'm going to make you a part of my seminar. You'll do a part of it and I'll do a part of it. Speaking with power. She said, okay. Three days later, ladies and gentlemen, I got an emergency call at my office. It was from a husband. He called and said, tell Les Brown that Marion is dead. I said, oh no. When I was flying there to go to the funeral, and I remember the last time that I saw her, and I had some of her papers that I had gotten inadvertently confused with mine, and I took them home. And I was searching through these papers to do one of her works. She was a prolific writer. And what got me, what was so sad that made me begin to cry, was that there were poems that she had started that were profound poems, great thoughts, that she didn't complete. Plays that she had started that she didn't complete. See, that poem was given to her. I can't finish that for her, nor can you. That play, whatever the outcome that she had envisioned, that she had imagined, was given to her. Only her. And that, she's the channel that that was going to come through. You are here, and you are the vessel, you are the outlet for the universe. That you've been selected, there's something for you to do. I believe all of us have some purpose for being here. And as I was going to the funeral, and I was reading a newspaper that said that, that millions of people are dying because of, of what they're eating, talking about their diet. And I'm sure that it, it was Marion talking to me, whispering, saying, Les, the next time you speak, say that even more are dying because of what's eating them. Junior, what is the greatest weakness of man? Not believing, doubt. That's it. Thank you, Junior. Matthew 14, 31. That will be the lesson. Dad. Oh, you of little faith, why do you doubt? Dad? What is it, son? I made the debate team. Well, congratulations. And who is on your team? There's four of us. I'm one of the alternates. Who's ahead of you? Hamilton Burgess and Henry Lowe. And the other alternate, Samantha Book. There's a girl? She wants to be a lawyer. Lawyer? She's very intelligent. She pretty? I don't know. I never really noticed. Because extracurricular activities like the debate team are fine, but you must not take your eye off the ball, son. Yes, sir. So, what do we do here? We do what we have to do so we can do what we want to do. What do you have to do right now? My homework. To get to it. Yes, sir. Imagine you receive a call. You've been chosen for this exclusive opportunity. This exclusive opportunity that you've been chosen for is something that you are extremely excited about. You're excited because you took the proper steps by submitting your resume and applying for the opportunity. You first go through a video interview. You have great success. They call you back and they say, we would like to take it to the next step. You go through the Zoom meeting with two people, the hiring managers. One of the hiring managers happens to 
have to step away to take another call. So he says he'll circle back with you. But the other hiring manager signs off, says, excellent candidate. You are more than qualified for this opportunity. I think you will have a really great impact. On Friday, you receive an email that states, here are a couple items that I need you to do. First item is I would like you to take an assessment test. See, the assessment test is to see and identify kind of your personality. The second thing is I created a fictitious outlook of what we would need if we had a client to come in to leverage our services. So I would like, I know you don't have all the information, but I would like to know what would that look like? Put together some type of PowerPoint or work word document presentation. You complete those two items. The other person that had to step away to take the call, you have a interview with that person. That person says, oh, you're amazing. You're hired. We'll start at the first of the month. You move forward along in your journey. Expectations of knowing you just landed a new opportunity. So the opportunity that you just recently had or was on this way of that you had applied for also at that same time, they offered you an opportunity. You rejected that opportunity because you really wanted this opportunity that required various steps in order to get there. At this point, you feel higher than life. You feel so amazed. You feel that all of the steps and the pain that it took to go through all these steps was more than worth it. If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family, to my existing family. Big up, as always. Thank you for joining. On this podcast show, we shift the mindset through inspiration, motivation, with a standing foundation of self-discipline. I am your respectful host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks out there, listen, that just simply means Ed. Now, pull up to the dinner table your boy got some stories to tell. You know the model, the slogan we live by here is bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get in the game and play. You know the actual quote that is that is really arrested our attention here at the show is. You never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have by Marley. Execution on disciplines and habits creates freedom. One question. Two thought-provoking statements. First question. What is the greatest weakness of man or woman? What is the greatest weakness of man or woman? First thought-provoking statement. Being satisfied. 
being satisfied. Second thought provoking statement. A person dies when they no longer want to live. A person dies when they no longer want to live. That was inspired by Mike Tyson's uh, trainer, Costumato. Well, family, I don't know about you. Oh, you're wondering what today's title is or episode, what is the, the show entitled? Today's episode is entitled, We Do What We Have to Do So We Can Do What We Want to Do. Again, we do what we have to do so we can do what we want to do. As you know, that was inspired. If you haven't seen the movie, you need to go check it out. Uh, great Debaters, one of my favorite movies of all time. Let's jump into today's show. Now, family, I know what you're thinking. You're probably curious and you're wondering about the second half of that story. Well, since I have your attention and since we're here, let me just go ahead and close that story out because I don't want you to be thinking about the story as we go through a couple thoughts here. You see, so you have that next meeting and that next meeting is with the owners of the the company that you plan to work for. Now, you go through that meeting and you are excited because, hey, you get a chance to meet the owners. Now, the curiosity sets in is why are you even having this this meeting if you've already been awarded the opportunity? Why are you even going further in the interviewing process if the process of the job has already been offered to you? Well, you go through the process, excited, yet a little nervous because you're concerned about the question of why. See, I've learned over life that you have to become extremely curious. That's what makes it unique. See, as a child, when we were growing up, it's, well, I'll speak for my childhood. I was extremely curious. But as you get older, you're you're told not to ask so many questions. You are challenged by why are you asking so many questions? So we pull back. So at this point in life, now you have to make a decision. Are you going to be that curious child or are you going to be that so-called grown up? So the curiosity is sitting in like, why would I have to go through another round of interviews, if the opportunity has already been offered, the paperwork is in flight, I am extremely confused. So just imagine at that point, now you go through everything, things are done, you, you, you think everything is wrapped up, you're, right, you're excited and expecting your new start date, first of the month, and then you get an email and saying, we decided to go in a different direction. You see, that's why I posed the question and it was right on time with with the greatest debater when they said, what is the greatest weakness of man or woman is really the true ability to not doubt yourself, the really true ability to continue to keep that fearless mindset. And it's not easy, family. I wish I could say it's easy. I wish you can I can give you 10 steps or three steps or one step to even push through it. But it's it's different for everyone. Everyone customizes a way or figures a way out. And some that don't figure the way out, they can continue to stay in that hamster wheel of disappointment. See, when you look at things. If you someone say the third eye, you can say, I don't care what eye you want to look at it. But when you make a decision to say, you know what, the good or the bad, I'm going to see what the lessons are in there. 
in that story that I unpacked for you, it was a situation where, yes, from a negative standpoint, that was extremely foul because you were excited. You were you already knew it was yours. And right then and there. It was just taken away. It was taken away and you don't even have a just cause. You don't even know why. I mean, of course, they give you the, you know, the verbiage of, hey, well, we went in a different direction because we felt a stronger candidate was stronger in this role than maybe you could be. But is that actual? Is that true? So you start wondering and then you start doubting, am I even good enough to even be in a position or be able, capable to to possess the skill sets of what they what any company would require? See, doubt is a funny thing. Doubt will make you doubt the littlest things in which if you look over your life, how you persevered through things where people just threw in the towel. They gave up. They said, I'm done. There's nothing out here for me. I can't be anymore. So I'll continue to continue to stay on that same path of mediocrity, that same path of going nowhere, that same path of not developing. It's important. Matter of fact, it's imperative that you focus on not what has happened to you, but what is happening for you? See, when one door, oh, here we go with the cliches, ED, but this is a true cliche and we understand this is facts, not fiction. When one door does close, another one opens. See, it doesn't mean that the opportunity is going to be behind the other door. But what it's saying is this is another way to look at it. When one door closes, when another one opens, meaning that now you get to see firsthand of what. And the experience, what that experience taught you and how to better prepare yourself either for the next opportunity or better yet, creating your own opportunities. See, being satisfied, a lot of people will make you feel guilty for wanting more out of yourself, demanding more of yourself and demanding more out of life. They will say, well, you got a good job. Why would you want to go and get a different job? You got a nice car. Why would you want to go get another car? You you have a nice apartment. Why who why would you want to go and purchase a home? You got to be careful, family, when you're listening to people like this. And you know what you know what I've I've learned over my life is that the people that say this to you a lot of times are the closest ones to you. And it's a challenge because you want to respect what they're telling you because of the experience that they have, but don't fall victim to that, that to their experience see we fall victim to people's experiences because we 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 trust that they wouldn't be telling us something that would harm us we trust that they wouldn't be telling us something to misdirect us we trust that they've either they've did they went ahead and did it for themselves and that's probably why they're telling us this but family if you dig a little bit deeper if you dig a little bit deeper you may find out that they didn't take that leap and because they didn't take the jump, they didn't go ahead and build their parachute on the way down, as, as Steve Har Harvey mentioned in his book, then what that means is, is that 
they're afraid that with the pain that they went through, the disappointment that they went through, the anger, the frustration that they went through, they don't want you to have to suffer that same way. It's sort of like a parent wanting to have their child to have a better life than they did because of the pain, the frustration, the emotional torment that they experience, whether it's small or big, because I always say family pain is pain. I don't care on how minute or how large it is. Pain is pain. When you get to a point when you start dissecting the consultation, again, it's consultation. Jim Rome even says it's even better. He says, don't be a follower, be a student. I love that. I love that. See, what he was saying was, is that, yes, someone's going to give you consultation. Hey, ED may even give you consultation, but don't be a follower to my to the consultation I'm, I'm providing you. Be a student. Go do your homework. Go verify. Go do your research to ensure what I am saying is aligned with where you're going or better yet that I've done what I am saying. You have a lot of gurus or a lot of people out here that oh, I know here comes the rant again about the courses that they'll sell you. But if you say, hey, um, well, that is no longer the same of what you were talking about in the course is actually different. They'll say, well, let me get my team to get on that. What that implies is, is that they are no longer doing it. What they did was they mastered the craft to that point that they can package it up in a course for you and then sell it to you. And now you're at a point where you're confused because you are looking at them, not I'll even, I'll even give them a break and say, not as the guru, but as someone that can lead you at a better place and to come to find out if they're not doing the thing that they said that they were doing, it makes a negative impact on your experience. See, you want somebody that is in the trenches. You want somebody that is actually experiencing the emotional ride or have experienced it to a point where you can relate. That's why people always say you need to get with like minded individuals that are on the same path and as in the same journey you are. Because if you don't, if you're going one way and they're going another way, it just will not work. See, that's why when I was impressed, when I heard that custom model quote, when he was talking about Mike Tyson and he was saying Mike Tyson saved his life, he said Mike Tyson saved his life because evidently and, and I don't want to speak for him. So if you if you allow me to go inside my imagination, I can just imagine it. If if you just have this amazing boxer that comes along, this young young guy that has, I mean, just all of these, the, the potential, all he needs is a framework and a process to get him go, to go to another level that will surpass anything that people have ever seen in boxing history. So that gets you excited or as Warren Buffett says it, you know, he's so happy that he gets out of the bed and skips to work. Family, don't allow someone to make you feel guilty for wanting to be more, to achieve more, to do more. Because if you do, it will stop you where they're at. I know that's harsh, but I just want to wake someone up today because I really truly believe in my spirit that there are people that really truly want more out of life, but they watch 
their friends failed or they watched their parents failed. And we understand that failure or or failing is not really a thing. Failing doesn't really matter until you give up. When you listen to a lot of these great entrepreneurs out here or people that um, even working at, at a job, if you go over their career, you'll, you'll see that they took positions that they knew they shouldn't be been at. But it was a stepping stone. And the um, in the uh, show I did yesterday when I talked about if you see me in a fight with a bear, pray for the bear. I talked about mostly about the mountaintop. You see, the mountaintop is, again, family, is that that point where we want to go. But we understand that we have to start somewhere and continue our climb, continue our forward progress. Anything during your forward progress, you may have to deal with setbacks. But the setback is an opportunity to navigate through the setup. Oh, I think I like that. I said the setback is a set. Oh, I, I can't even get out. The setback is a opportunity to navigate for a setup. Personal development is an amazing tool. It's a skill set. But it, with any skill set requires dedication, requires commitment. It requires never being satisfied. It requires challenging the weaknesses of what people say that you can't do. Challenging yourself. Because see, the only way that you can believe that you can't do something or you're not capable of it, it's, not, it's never really what someone says. If, if we gonna, if I'm gonna keep it a buck with you, if you think about the things that you projects you put down or things that you started and stopped it, it, it was never really what they said. It's what you believed. Mm, mm, mm. Your boy is on fire today. If 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 you don't text me today and tell me I'm dropping some hot fire, we got problems because these are gems. These are things I wish somebody would have came along and told me. These are things that I wish somebody would have sat down and mentor me through because you can't in life you can't believe everything that is coming towards you because of the fact of it takes you to to sit down with yourself to make a decision to say you know what no I don't believe that or maybe they are right what they're saying but that doesn't have to be my destiny that doesn't have to be my end result that doesn't have to be where I end my life at there's more in me. Okay, so you said I'm not I'm not good at speaking. Great. All right. Now every day I'm gonna do a show. I'm gonna get better. I'm gonna outwork you. And let's let's park there when we say outwork. Outwork does not mean just grind yourself until you exhaust yourself that you don't enjoy what you're doing. I am talking about outworking somebody, becoming obsessed about all aspects of what you're doing. Because there are a lot of people that work hard. That's like you running in place, but you're not going nowhere. You're working hard. You're running hard in place. But you're not moving. So when people talk about working hard and grinding, we need to be more transparent. What we need to say is identify the thing that, you know, experiment with different 
passions or things that interest you and then go and execute. And whatever you learn from that execution, apply to the next thing. Okay, apply to the next thing and keep moving, keep going, because as you continue to keep going, as you continue to keep moving, it it will make itself uh, viable. I was I've been on the lookout for. Um, I've been trying to figure out this whole thing of myself from a a sales and marketing. I was like, what else do I, what else micro skill do I want to develop? I have a project management background. That's great. That's amazing. I was like, but what else some accompanying skills that I need to have? And I was like, hmm, sales and marketing. Sales and marketing is because you're always going to need a client or a customer. So why not master that? Plus, in the age that we're in now, before you would get a lot of flyers and things like that in the mail. But really, where are people's eyes glued to? Where, where are people paying attention to? And it's audio or video. If that's the case, well, I need to start understanding ads. I need to start exploring that. Who knows? I may not even like doing the ads. But slowly, quietly, I've been studying, I've been researching, because I understand that in life and in the point we are in these days and times, you can't just be have one particular skill set. Like I just can't be uh, great at project management. I have to start getting great at other things. I have to be I have to be flexible and adaptable because at any at any point, if I become satisfied with continually pushing and learning on project management, but not developing other skills as far as speaking, as far as sales and marketing and and understanding finance, having financial literacy. How would I ever be able to run a business? How would I ever be able to even run my own business personally? But these are building blocks. Building blocks is, you know, when they talk about foundation, it really got me excited when I first started learning about foundation because I don't care what type of house you build. You got to have a solid foundation. You got to have a foundation that's going to hold the rest of the structural aspect of the home or building, whatever, however you want to look at it. But family, what I don't want to happen for those that are tuned in, for those that are locked into the Impact Secret Podcast show, we got to pick it up. Yes, this is a marathon. Shout out to Nipsey. Yes, this is a an opportunity um, to set our dreams and go after our dreams. But we got to we got to put in more. We got to we got to invest more. And that doesn't always mean monetary because there's a lot of things on YouTube that I've learned that I was shocked by. Like, wow. OK, you mean I don't have to get a course for that? You mean that I can learn some of these things and then at least have a good foundation that now I can gauge to get a better course or gauge to get better training from someone I'm going to pay. And that was something I learned along my way, family, because I would see a course and they're, oh, we'll teach you how to get a 800 credit score or we'll teach you, you know, how to make a million dollars selling on Amazon. And you like, huh. So you're going to teach me how to make a million dollars selling. on? Why would you give those those that away? See, family, these are the questions you have to start asking yourself. So that's that's whole, the whole aspect of not being satisfied and saying, you know what, let me go do some homework. 
let me start at least getting a a a fundamental uh, foundation of whatever that thing is that I'm interested in for free on YouTube or any other platform. Uh, when we start the uh, Conscious Business uh, podcast, uh, I mean, oh man, I'm so excited. I know I've, ta- I've been talking about it, uh, but I am. I mean, we. I've been. Whew, man, it's going to be fire. Trust me. I I promise you. Okay, I don't want to say that because I, you know, all the disclaimers and everything. So let me just say this. My goal is to over deliver. My goal is to under promise, but over promise. If that makes any sense. Basically, I want to I, I want to lead that space because I want to be able to provide what I've learned along the way. I want to show you some of the pitfalls that we have to be careful for, that you have to be careful for once you get to a point and when you made a decision that you want to make an investment financially or even with your time in a in a course creator. Because I have courses that are on their way. But first, I want to establish this foundation. First, I want to show you that no one is going to be able to give you more value of the mindset. That's why I chose to focus on the mindset, put together all of these episodes on the mindset first. Because without the mindset, I don't, I, I, I don't care what anyone shows you. I don't, it could be the greatest course in the world. It can be it can be a opportunity for you to, to go to the next level. But if, if you don't believe, if you don't have the mindset, it, it won't matter. Because when you hit a bump, you'll be right back to where you were because it's comfortable. So here, you know, it's, it's no excuses, only results. We're, we're about being uncomfortable. And yeah, I'm, I'm probably I'm kind of tired. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not getting the type of sleep because I'm thinking about the show. I'm thinking about how can I bring better, more value? How can I make the show more, uh, more not enter? I don't want to entertain you. I want to edutain you, tain you. Ooh, I'd like that. I want to edutain you. Meaning I want to say, Hey, these are the things that I've went through. These are some of the things that I did. That doesn't mean you have to follow what I remember what we talked about, be a student and not a follower. I want you to be able to customize it your own way. But if something parallels or something aligns so well that you're like, huh, okay, well, instead of going that way, I think he, he, he may be right about that. I did some research. He was right. Let me go that. Let me go the opposite way and, and see what's over here. So family, I'll close with this. I kept you too long. As Customato said, a person, di- a person dies when they no longer want to live. And that basically means when you get tired of the what you deemed as failure, when you get tired of continuing to keep doing, when you get tired of saying this is not working, when you get tired of figuring out new ways and new ideals, When you go down that path and you just get tired and you say enough is enough, that's when you stop living. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I hope you receive some value from today's show. Let me know. 214-915-2222. 
214-915-2440. Again, 214-915-2440. Remember, execution on disciplines and habits creates freedom. This is your boy ED, and I'm out. Peace.